Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Book Club. It's the best week of the month. I love it. It's my favorite. I agree. And it's already here. I know. Did this month breeze by or did it breeze by? I think starting the month out as summer and ending the month returning to school Makes for a crazy, fast, fly-by month. It was so fast for me. Me too. My last And I read the physical book. I can't believe you finished the book and had time to read the book. I know you haven't had time. You've been crazy too. I know. Beginning of school year is just crazy. It's insane. Yeah. I don't know what I do each day, but somehow Somehow I wake up with a humongous list still to do. I like don't seem to accomplish anything. That's how I feel. I'm running around busy, busy, busy. Yes. And yet my list doesn't get smaller. Right. It, it is just opens stressful. new things with everything I finish. Ah, I'm screaming a little right now, but it's going to calm down. It's going to get better. I look forward to it. So before we discuss the Golden, golden girl. girl. Oh, just Golden Girl. Is it girl? just Golden Girl or so. the Golden Girl? Um, before we start discussing that, drum roll. Ba 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 book for next month is The People We Keep. Yay! By Alison Larkin. So excited because this was like, let's find a book. What are we going to read? Yeah. We've got books and hats. Pick one out. Random. Here we go. Here we go. We're going for it. Yeah. We don't know much about this. Like we haven't heard from anyone I know anyway. It just came out. It's new. This month. Yes. I love a new book. Yes. I like to know what people are reading. That's new. It Even though it's new, it almost has 5,000 ratings. Yeah. Which is a lot and for a new book. good ratings. Yes. Majority of those are five star. Yeah. So. 4.3. Have we led on, you astray yet? I don't think so. I mean, we've never read a book that's been a two, that we've given no. two or one stars. Never. So to me, that means we have a good track record. I would say so. I hope we don't <laughs> break it this month. I don't think we I will. I might be. Let me like, tell you wood. about it. Okay. Yes, let me tell it. you about it. Let me read the synopsis and you guys can decide. The People We Keep is about a young songwriter longing to find a home in the world. Little River, New York, 1994. April Sawicki is living in a motorless motorhome that her father won in a poker game. Failing out of school, picking up shifts at Margot's Diner, she's left Fending for herself in a town where she's never quite felt at home. When she borrows her neighbor's car to perform in an open mic night, she realizes her life could be much bigger than where she came from. After a fight with her dad, April packs her stuff and leaves for good, setting off on a journey to find a life that's all hers. As April moves through the world, meeting people who feel like home, she chronicles her life in the songs she writes and discovers that where she came from doesn't dictate who she has to be. This lyrical, unflinching tale is for anyone who has ever yearned for the fierce power of found family or to grasp the profound beauty of choosing to belong. Right? She's a songwriter. I just love that. Um, Motorless motorhome. The image (laughs) in my head at that, motorless motorhome. Yes. I mean, A, we're living in a motor home, but it doesn't even have a motor. It can't go anywhere. You're stuck. This is bottom of the bottom. Life is not looking great. Right? So. And it's, and she doesn't stay. Like, I just already love a character who takes a risk and goes for the unknown. Yeah. I agree. Because that's scary. And I myself have never done it. Right. Like, I want to know how you did it. And how it works out. Right. I think even though you're living in a motorless motorhome, you know what you're, that's comfortable because that's what you know. You know know what to expect. It's stable. Yes. there. But yet she pushes past comfort. Right. Even though that's, that doesn't sound super comfortable. It's so scary. Yeah, but it's what she knows. Because what if she, what if she fails and she ends up alone? Yeah. Or... Without anything, or I don't even know what, right? Who knows, where Who this knows goes? what? Can't wait. Yay. I am really excited about that it. Sounds good. The people we keep. Allison Larkin, 
Get it on your wait list. It's at our local library. Yes. I'll be listening to this one. Me too. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. Now here's your spoiler alert. Oh, we are talking all things Golden Girl. All things. By Ellen Hildebrand. Yes. I so love that you read it. I know. I'm jealous because there's just something different about sitting and reading. I listened to it, but what did you think? Okay. You are the Ellen Hildebrand expert fangirl. I love Ellen Hildebrand yes. so very much. I've been reading her books for years, like a very long time, like maybe more than 10 years. And i only read a few of hers and it's been over the last two to three years. So, so a newer reader. I'm a newer one with her. And I've liked hers, but I haven't known of her as like you have. Yes. So. So I, I almost feel like I'm a pickier reader now because I love her so much. Yeah. And I love certain books of hers so much that I like compare them to each other. I can see that. Yeah. So I I really liked it. There were parts that I was like, I I love when Ellen like digs into a character and you sit in their feelings and their thoughts and their like their decision making, like how they're getting from day to day or whatever. And yes. this one felt a little bit more glossed over because I would agree. You're watching if if you didn't read it and you're listening in, a reminder is this story is about Vivi. Who mm-hmm. is an author, and she has just written like her fifteenth novel or something, and it's about to be released. And then she goes running in the morning, and she's hit by a car, and she dies yeah. in a hit and run. And so she goes to heaven and watches over the people in her life. And so you're seeing you kind of jumps from all the different character, the main characters, and the things that they're doing and decisions they're making and Vivi in heaven as she sees what's happening to her family and loved ones. And she's got a like guide in Mm -hmm. heaven, Mm -hmm. which I loved that aspect of it. Kind of silly. Sure. um, Well, it made it a little more lighthearted, lighthearted aspect of it. So you've got the reality of what's going on on earth, which is so sad, which yeah. So who she's left behind processing it, what's going on, what happened leading up to when she was hit by the car and she's watching all of it unfold and has this guide that's helping her. And the guide gives her. Is that her name? Yep. Mary Beth. And Mary Beth gives her three nudges Mm -hmm. that she's allowed to use. She only gets to watch her children like this and others until the end of the summer. So she dies at the beginning of the summer. And she gets to watch them until Labor Day. Right. And then she has to go join the choir, is what they call it. It's, and I love the choir. Yeah. It is not like Herald Angels singing. Right. They're singing <laughs> they're like singing actual... Like Aerosmith. Yes, songs. They're just like hanging out singing. Right. So fun. So fun. I'm in. I like that idea. It was kind of a fun spin yeah. on Little twist what will it on be like. What you typically hear of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So, um, and getting those nudges and being able to uh, still have an effect on those that are left behind. Yes. And I actually really loved her nudges. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to understand, like, what can you do that's that would affect them? And I could not, I didn't know. I just didn't know where it was going to go, like how they were going to take the nudges. And when she used, like her first one especially, I was like, that seems like... Something you would hope your loved ones would do for you. Guide you when you're going to make a really bad decision. Yeah. But then ultimately, he makes the choice. Yeah. Like, she's like, no, 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 no. And then he's like, no. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so So I kind of love, yeah, I kind of love that. Like, it was Mm -hmm. like, they're, they just are trying to influence you, but ultimately. Without taking your free will. Right. Yeah. You choose. You still have the, yeah. I kind of like that. So I like that too. I like that it was her son, right? The first the one. The first nudges for Leo, and her it son. kind of redirects the path he could have gone down in that moment, what mm-hmm. it led to um, with drugs and mental health 
mm-hmm. um, dealing with the loss of his mom. So I liked that nudge. I agree. I agreed with her nudges. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. So, they all were good. So anyway, we have in the beginning that all these things are happening and you're getting introduced to lots of characters and it just is like a quick, like that's kind of a lot. That would be my one thing that I was like, oh, I just wanted, and you do get to go deep with some of the characters. You right. know, and you understand the heartache. But there were a lot of characters. Yes. And from somebody who has only read a few of her books, even though I've only read a few, I got the impression that a lot of these characters were like cameos from other books. Yes. And so you, she, That's it was true. almost like, oh, we got to throw so-and-so in from this shop. Right. And was like. Is it necessary? It maybe was a bit. It was a lot of people to keep track of. Yeah. And how many of them were important to the actual story. But then some of them were kind of fun to be like, oh, yeah, those were, you know. Right. So there were times. But it can get muddled. That's exactly how I felt. Like when a new character. I love the chief. The chief is in a few of her books. Yes. And I really like the chief. I like his character. Right. And he does a good job. But, you know, he was important to the story. He was important to the story. His the twins were not. Were not important. But they threw but they a little them. thing about the twins in there a little bit. And I was like, wait, what? Who? Oh, yeah. He has those twins because it was in another one of the books I read. His and so I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. His not necessary for this story. Right. Just him and his job. Yes. I agree. I agree with that. So I think that kind of, for me, being very picky because I love her. Yeah. Detracted. A little bit. Yeah. And so I will say this. I got like three-fourths of the way through the book. And I like I'm reading the book. Mm-hmm. So I flipped ahead and was just like, oh, I'm checking my pages to make sure I'm on time so that I'm finishing it on time. Right? Right. And I noticed at the back of my novel, which I've learned is not in the back of every novel, is a section called, so how much of this book is true anyway? Because... Let's you have remember. A special edition. Right? Yes, it's a Target special. If you bought the book at Target, you get a special insert in the back. So cool. It's so cool. I love when authors do things like that, but I do feel a little it's, left out. You should feel left out because it's good. It's like <laughs> yeah. 10 pages, and she literally goes through parts of the book and tells you what's real and what isn't real, what she took from her life, and what is fictional. And I think I want to say right there, this book, I liked the book. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a three star for me. Yeah. Except what pushed it up to a four star. Ultimately, I gave it four stars. Yeah. Was her integration of being an author and yes. writing an author character. And the, I don't know, there was just, it that made it very, very interesting that yes. her life is in this character a bit. Also, I want to read the what you have there. I know. What is her true life and what is fictional? So I, when I saw this section of the book, I was about three-fourths of the way through. Uh-huh. And I saw this and I was like, what is real? And I read it. Three-fourths you of the way. I didn't right wait then. till the end. I okay. just went ahead and read it. And I will tell you, after I read that, I like loved it even more. It made it a little bit more exciting. Yes. Knowing the specifics of what. Yes. She took from real life and what she Because she made talks up. about from her own personal life the comparisons between her and Vivi. Mm-hmm. She has three children, two boys and a, or two girls and a boy. She has, you know, like a house that's run down that she says she puts a lot of money into and she's had to renovate. And she talks about the renovations she's made to her own house. Which is similar to what she's done in the book. Yes. And she gives recipes that she references, like mm. that Vivi makes at home. And that they have, she talks about the Chris, the Christmas, not Christmas, Thanksgiving that was rough. Ah. And she had that. That was real. Yes. She has a rough Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner so with her, her kids. ex-husband in real life, were there any similarities to she JP? She does not say. <laughs> that would be awful if she did for her children and her ex-husband. Yes. She so doesn't I talk doubt about there's those. That's similarities. Probably That's different. probably. Yeah. Safe to not. And she says that the nickel, I know maybe we should talk about this at the end, but she, the nickel, the sandwich shop uh-huh. that Cruz's father owns. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is fictional. 
But that if she were to ever open a shop, it would be a sandwich shop and she would serve these sandwiches that she talks about. I love that. She should open it. She's oh, I know. She got a couple more books in her, it sounds like. She should open a sandwich shop. I know. I want her to. How fun would that be? And that will bring tourism because we will go. I want to go to so bad. Shop. And she talks about the different like locations in the book and whether or not they exist or not exist. Anyway, I we can go into that. But it was could map it, it all made out. me love the book even more. Because it was like I was enjoying it, but there were things that were kind of like getting confusing because there was a lot happening. Like I was trying to understand, okay, I don't know how to take it if we take it from beginning to end or if we go through the characters because there is a lot here. There's a lot here. Let's talk about Willa. Okay. She's the oldest daughter. Oldest daughter. Married. Rip. (laughs) You don't love I don't love the name. name. I think it's kind of cool. Rip. We don't hear a rip around these parts. No. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Um, rip and Willa. And Willa's had some miscarriages trying to get pregnant, wants to be pregnant really bad. So she's dealing with that. Um, her high Very school sad. boyfriend that she's married. Went on their first date when they were 12, yeah. which I was like, why is a 12-year-old going on a date? But that's okay. Young. Young. Very young. Yeah. But they end up together. And she's, I mean, she's kind of preoccupied with pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Yeah. She, and a little bit self-centered. You can understand. I think when you are dealing with that and you want a baby, there is no, I don't think there can be anything else more consuming mm-hmm. than that kind of experience. I agree. I agree. That's very... And so, and here she is, pregnant again. Yeah. Unsure of how it's going to work out and missing her mom. She loses her mom. That's a lot of emotions and trauma. And these are scary times for her. She's processing a lot. Yeah. There were things I really loved about Willa. Like I I could relate to Willa in that she's just always tried to make good choices. She... Can't understand why a bad thing would happen. Like, why she can't get pregnant. Like, everything she's done, everything right. Right. Right? I do think there's probably some similarities between Willa and um, Vivi. Mm-hmm. Vivi, except Willa made the choice that Vivi didn't in high school. Yeah. So here we jump a little ahead that through this whole process, a secret of hers about high school, her high school boyfriend that nobody knew about. Never tells anyone. Nobody why knew. Why don't you think she told anyone? That kept going through my I head. I think she um, regretted her decision there and telling someone meant she had to accept that she did it. So she lied to- Regretted that she said she was pregnant? Yes. And that she walked away. So maybe didn't regret- so Never you think, apologized. Never apologized. But do you think she regretted not like breaking up with him, like not seeing him? No, I think she's happy with where life went, but it was unresolved. Yeah. But why But why wouldn't you even say you had? Like, you were in this year and a half long relationship. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you say, I was in this relationship? Yeah, it didn't work out. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? I kept thinking about that. Like, why wouldn't she have told, is it Savannah? Or Her best friend for Samantha? Samantha? Savannah. I think it's Savannah. I think it's Savannah. Now that you say that. Um, why wouldn't you have told your best friend? Like, maybe That's not the true. nitty-gritty, I made this awful mistake. But I had this But, like, I had a boyfriend, he, and he... I can, I can only imagine that it was regret and... Maybe some shame. Shame that she did that. I, I don't I know. I think she can't even believe that she did it. So, if you talk about it, it's acceptance. But if you don't talk about it, yeah, you can... Leave it as, I didn't really do that thing. It didn't even happen. Or embarrassment that she did it. Yeah. Yeah. I kept thinking about that. I'm like, you could have, because when he goes on Good Morning America, which is not what it is. is, Right. Whatever they call it. But that's what it is. um, And sings the song or whatever. And it's so shocking to JP and Savannah. Like, she never, like, these are the people who knew her the best in the world. Yeah. And it was like, why wouldn't you? Like, 
that says a lot about you that you wouldn't even share with the people who love you the most to you, like a big part of your life. Yeah. And that people in high school that knew her in high school, I know she didn't stay in touch with those people, but yeah, her parents were dead and they knew that they had dated other people in high school had to know, and she didn't keep in touch with anybody like not a one per- or doesn't run into doesn't, anyone. Yeah, like no connection there. I mean, she's yeah. on. She's a Instagram. She's fam- doing. She's a number two media. author. Yeah, like that. There's no reference. Reference, to or even paper. like remember you and yeah, so and so in high school. Pictures being posted. Yeah, stories being shared. The other bandmates. Yeah. They were friends with them, at least. Yeah. And they knew that she was a big author because they told that to him. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it would come up a little bit more than him being so... It's, he knew it nothing is crazy of her to me or that she was even an author. She could just... Keep that a secret. Yeah, keep that so quiet. And it why? What was crazy. the importance of keeping it quiet? Doesn't seem... I mean, it fed yeah. into the story, right? Right. Make like for a good he story. could come out of the woodworks and... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's Will. So Willa, that's Willa, and that's Willa connected Willa. with him. So she, she's kind what of. What's his name? I don't remember. Caspian is his last name. Brett. Brett Caspian. But yeah, good she job. connects with Brett. Yeah, Caspian, and finds out this missing piece of her mom's life. That and I kind she of never loved. Knew. Yeah, I kind of loved that it gave her this reprieve. Yeah. Right. Like. An addition, like a, another, like she thought she had all of her mother she was ever going to get. Right. And here she got this gift. And it showed a very human side of her mom she didn't know. She wasn't so perfect. And she made for mistakes. Willa, who tries so hard to yeah. be perfect. Right. It's almost another gift to say, it's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay if there's mistakes. Like, it's just a part of your story. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. Life goes on. Right? Like, it's almost a relief to be able to let go of that stress of trying and anxiety of trying to be perfect all right. of the time. Right. And having the baby and all of your families by this age. And then making whatever role in her job that she wanted. And then writing books. I mean, she had this future for herself that wasn't working the way she wanted it. Yeah. And that felt like a failure. Even though it was out of her control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I like that. And then we have Carson. Yes. Daughter number two. Kind of a mess. A huge mess. <laughs> if Willa was trying to be perfect, Carson was tried trying everything. to be not perfect. Yeah, to not. Oh, that's what I should do? Well, she, then I will do the I opposite. I will do the opposite. She was living her own, going her own direction. And it was a very different direction than Willa. So they didn't always get along. They reference that a lot, that they're not best friends. They're not sisters that are best friends. Mm-mm. They are going down very different paths. They fought a lot. Um, and Carson is 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 a bit lost and before you know her mom dies. If I were Willa, I would struggle with Carson. Yeah. Like, I really can see how that would be like, oh, here comes Carson. Is she drunk? Is she high? Is she, what is she today? Yeah. You know, it's like, you never know what you're going to get. And that that would be annoying. But I do think with Carson, though, she did go to some sort of a mixology training or school or something to learn. She had some sort of an interest, she something that anchored her. have some But was a mess in everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think her story, though, in the book that she accepts responsibility, like when she talks about getting fired, she accepted it. She was like, I deserved it. Yep. And my boss, don't remember his name, my boss handled it very well. So much, it was so much kinder than he needed. So much grace, absolutely. And so I did like like that about her. Yeah. I just was saying, from Willa's point of view, I can see why. Absolutely. And from Carson's point of view, someone who likes to be adventurous, someone who likes to take the rough road. To watch your mm-hmm. sister never put a toe over the line would be annoying too. Right. I agree. And when you look at um, Vivi, who grew up in, what was the town she was in? Parma. Parma, who was like, I am getting out of here. And even her boyfriend, their band was named Leaving 
yeah. Wisconsin or something like that. Yes. Um, wanting to go. And I see that similarity with um, Carson wanting to go. Here she's on an island. She wants something else. She wants to go. Right. But then Willa is the other side of, no, maybe we stay. Maybe we do this road and... Right. I, I don't, I see, I see them as the two sides of Vivi. Yeah. The two halves. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And yeah. then, and I mean, among all of her bad choices, Carson's bad choices, the drugs, the alcohol, the constant up and downs, right? The Ativans Sleepy. and, the, oh, you know, ev- so many I'm like, she's different going drugs. to die. Yes. The way she was mixing everything. Oh my gosh. How and, did she not die? <laughs> from someone who, has left led a very clean life as far as right. drugs and alcohol go. I was like, wait, what a bump? What is that? Like, right? She was I, like, oh, uh, I need to come crazy. down. I need to yeah. sleep. So I'm taken out of van, or I need. I've had three espressos, and I'm going to go every hour. And like, I don't think you should be doing do uh, any more coke. I was like, you, hmm. you're going to die. That's what yeah. I kept thinking was happening. She's going to end up She's in the hospital, gonna, yeah. or. But she also. Has an affair. She's 21 mm-hmm. and has an affair with a 40 something year old guy who Married is man. Willa's brother in law. Let's not muddy the waters anymore. Crazy. Hello. Okay. So the affair idea. was so stupid and ridiculous. Yes. But I must say that, like, Pamela, who is the sister in law, married to Zach, who she uh-huh. had an affair with, mm-hmm. seemed like not a very good person. Very like they seemed very unhappy. Very Yeah. Yeah. Like it was kind of, and the, you find out later that her the marriage was because she got pregnant. Not necessarily mm-hmm. what what would have happened if that if the pregnancy wasn't there. Right. And it made me go like why in why did he choose to say not that he should have been with Carson? I didn't think that was appropriate. No, like there was a lot of reasons why it was bad. I mean, well, we can marriage look at, aside. We can look at JP and Amy and say why that's a bad idea. Yes, the age difference in and of itself, having an affair with an older ma- married man, bad idea. There's just there's a it lot didn't of reasons. Ever seem to be yeah. good. No, but I could not figure out why he. Stayed. Stayed with her. Like, even yeah. when he's with her and he's like, I'm going to work on my marriage and I'm going to put the energy here. It was like, she's still, like, not kind to him. Yeah. Good luck and with that. So, so no, he never should have had an affair. But, like, why are you staying? Right. Like, I do find that. Interesting why people choose to stay. Yes, they have a child together. What is but it? But the child is 18 he's, and leaving now. So, yeah. like, you created a stable home for him. Good for you. It's not going to last. Right? Yeah. So it we was can like assume, the last ditch effort to make it work, but it's, yeah. We can assume that that's the next Zach book. and Pam. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, so that's I thought that I kept going back to that. And then we have Leo, who is her son. Little Leo. And you didn't really. A little tender spot in my heart for Leo. I thought he was a sweetheart. Yeah. But you don't get. A lot. There's not a lot about of what's Leo. going on with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know he's struggling. I mean, of mm-hmm. course he is. And it's his friends, his best friend Cruz, right? Yes. Is that his name? Cruz that finds his mom that morning, and Cruz thinks of her as his mom. And it's kind of his friend group that is really looked at at that. What went on that night? What happened the next morning? What is going on? Besides putting those pieces together. There's not a whole lot we know about a backstory. Leo or um, not as much as the sisters. Or like what he does day to day. Yeah. Like, you know, he's spending time with Marissa. Like he takes her back. They break Which up and he takes her back. a horrible relationship there. Well, and talk about an immature person. Like she just has so much growing up to do. Yes. And he's smart like to there to be that's like. all it is. Yeah. Like, no, I don't love you. No, we're not getting married. No, we're like. He was the realistic one there of, no, this is going nowhere. I just this need is a bad idea. someone because I'm so sad. Yeah. And, and you're was, a warm body. She was there and she kept being there. Every time he turned around, she was there. I know, like, this was my other favorite part. Like she shows up that first time after they had broken up and the mom had died with a pie. And he was like, you made my favorite pie. And she was like, well, I took the recipe to the bakers and they made it for you. Like she had <laughs> done this grand gesture. She did the right thing. 
in the wrong wrong way. way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he was like, come in. I would have taken the pie and shut the door. Yeah. Right. But he's that lonely. Like he's lost his best friend. He's lost. Yeah. Yeah. Things aren't resolved there. He doesn't know who killed his mom. His mom is gone. He's living. And I kept thinking, they're living at home with no parental. But she's 21. The sister is 21. Yeah, but she is not the. And he's 18. Yeah. Well, yeah. But they needed someone. Like, dad should have moved in. But they don't have a good relationship with JP. Yeah, they are kind of just left. I kind of love that. Yes. Was there and helpful. I agree. Like, her best friend. But at the same time, she's never, like, had her own actual children. So she can only do and be there so much because she doesn't know. Right. But she's kind of that godmother role. Yes, that's true. She steps in and says, I will always guide you. I will always give you advice and listen to you just like your mom would or your mom would want me to. But they have to choose to access it. True. Which I felt like you don't do that when you're in those. When you're that when age, you're that especially. Age. Yeah. You don't you realize. You have to have it put upon what you. What you need. Yeah. You like need someone to be like, we're going to lunch. Meet me at this time. And then you have to talk to them. Yeah. It's not like this 18-year-old They still needed boy, to be parented. Yeah. This 18-year-old boy is going to show up at Savannah's house or reach out to Savannah and be like, hey, let's go to lunch or let's, can I come and yeah. talk to you? I think she even references in there that your frontal cortex is not fully developed until you're 25, which is always what I go to my kids like. We're not making any major life decisions until 25. Your frontal cortex, not Not developed. developed. And so that 21 and 18, not old enough to to process or do any of this. They needed, yeah. Yeah. They needed someone. That you could rely on. And they're in this big house on their own. But it would be lucky. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I felt like I felt for those kids mm-hmm. because they, although they did have people that are there for them, they didn't know how to like access that help. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it seemed like everyone that was there for them was dealing with their own grief, their own grief and their own issues uh-huh. in the first place. Because when we look at JP and Amy... Yes, we're dealing with grief, but we've got a rocky relationship. Let's talk about that. Is can, can that be next on the list? JP and Amy. Ten years together. Together. Seven just dating. Seven dating, not even living together. Mm-mm. So that's not even a real commitment. Yes, you can say we're boyfriend, girlfriend, but there's no you went seven years. You can't when you can't make a plan for a future then you're not actually committed. Yeah. I don't look at it that way. And Amy's young. And when she says, I wasted my life on you. yeah. So if you've got a man who can't commit to you, like, yeah, I could understand Amy not committing because she is young and she has all of this time ahead of her. For some years, but But seven. But she's not the one who didn't want to commit. That's true. She wanted to, but she waited around for him to say. And then when they moved in together, it wasn't because they were like, this is the natural next step in our relationship. It was because she lost her home. And she needed needed a a place place to stay. stay. And he was like, okay, then I guess you can stay here. After seven years, you guess? You didn't want to? Where did Amy think, like, this is dreamy. This is, like, all I've ever wanted. Yeah. I get it for a couple of years. Sure. Two, three years. I can see it lasting like that. After three years, you stuck around for four more years before you moved in. I just think it shows her age. She was young. She was young. She didn't have a backbone with him. That's true, too. She was always insecure, so she was willing to give up a lot of the things Uh that she wanted because she was so insecure because of Vivi. Vivi. She was always jealous of Vivi and, and insecure about Vivi. And she wanted to Vivi. keep the peace. Yeah. So he would like her over she, Vivi. Yeah. And here, I, I think in one point it says something like her issue was you had 17 years of history together without her. You can't compete with that. Yeah. At all. And she didn't realize that she couldn't compete with it. That she just needed to accept it. And where she go. took it on as a competition. Yes. You can't force 17 years of a relationship no. into your few years together. The other thing that I 
thought I kept thinking about was in the beginning of the book, Amy talks about how Vivi's money is really the problem in their relationship. Because if they got married, then he wouldn't have he wouldn't her get money. That alimony. But I've got to say, like, I kept waiting for that to be um like what's the word I'm looking for? Like confirmed. A, a, yeah, like, like a plot point in the is story. That actually like from someone else's point of view. Did JP not want to marry her because he knew he would lose the money? Well, then I don't know because he also came from a very wealthy family. Right. So but I don't think it he was wrapped up like her money. I don't think his mom gave him the money though. She was remember how like he rented a location from his mother mm. and she was late. He was going to be late on the payment. Oh, and instead of asking that. his mother, he asked Vivi. And this was when they were married. Okay. And Vivi had book money and was like, can I? And she was like, this is a bad idea. Like, you're not going to, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to fail. And it did fail. And it did fail. That's right. Yeah. He had a couple failed businesses. And Until he went with the idea of Vivi's business. Right. The the ice cream the shop. The ice cream shop. The scoop. So I just saw, I kept thinking about that going like, I don't think the money was the real problem. In Amy's eyes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was because of the money. Like, they needed the yeah. money. They were living on her dime. That's weird. That is weird. That's really weird. But then this, then it made me think, am I a sexist? Because, because if it was the other way around. live off their husband's money. Right. Yeah. And I think they should. <laughs> Is that interesting? Well, and I think it's the, you create in a marriage a way of life, mm-hmm. a comfort that you're used to. Your, what your roles are mm-hmm. within your marriage. And so when you separate and you're accustomed to a way of life, it should be equal as you walk away. It, Yeah. It's just typically the man who pays alimony to the woman. Mm-hmm. So the question is, which they don't go over specifics, but every time, did she just continue to pay like from the time that they were married? Like here's our standard mm-hmm. as we were married? Or did as she made more money? Because she was more successful after her marriage. I think it's based off of when you were together. So did she, she never had to increase based on her increase. Right. But would she have decreased if she made less or would it have kept it the same? I don't know how this works. I don't either. Cause I've this never is been a divorced. Good point though. When you bring up, am I sexist? I maybe need to check myself here. Right. Because I did in the book. I, yeah. I had that thought because I was kind of like, ew, like go make your, go get a job. Yeah. Like, this is, like, you can't get married to someone that you love because you need the income Income from your previous spouse. Gross. Right. But then I was like, wait a second. Yeah. If if it was, if the rules were reversed, I would expect him to pay for her and she should be able to take care of of her kids. Yes. Just like she did at home. And maybe the difference is he wasn't really taking care of the kids. That's fair, Toe. That's fair. They weren't going and staying with him, really. Occasionally, but not not love that JP was bad mouthing her. Yeah, can we just say, like she keeps saying high road, high road, and I agree with that. Right, I really do. I think that that will always benefit you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But she did not have an affair. Did not. She moved out of their home into a small space. He kept their home. What? Mm Hmm. Is that the home that even Amy moved into? I assume so. Ew. Because he even said, yeah, because those coats were in the closet. She didn't take them. So, That's yeah. That's right. And he, um, oh, I, for, I, I lost my train of thought there. But yeah. Yes. So she moved he's out. The, he asked for the divorce. Yes. And she's the one who moves out. Yes. And she, he sits there and tells the kids like that she's an absentee parent. As she goes and makes their money. Right. Right. As that she's the she one that leaves. she pays to him? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why? So she's the one that appears to be the one to abandon them when he's the one who's had an affair and asked for a divorce. And another thing that irritated me there was when they referenced that they went to a therapist. Yes. Brie. Yes. The cheese. Right. I thought that was funny. I know. Um, 
the the therapist said you are both equally at fault here. I'm sorry. It is not equal. He had the affair. He made the mistake. They equally at fault for the level that their marriage was at, which wasn't in a great place. I can give equal to mm-hmm. that, that they both equally need to be working on their marriage. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. Him having an affair? Nope. Not now, She's not a part of that. Not equally the, her fault. No, it is not equal. I will say that it sounded like they had been in therapy like before mm-hmm. the affair happened, right? Yes. And that Brie says, references that JP had been saying these were things that were making him unhappy and she and didn't she make any effort. any progress on right. those things. So in that area, she didn't help JP. Nope. She wasn't putting into the marriage what it needed. No. To make it better. But... Absolutely, he made that decision. He then made a choice to go have an affair. So, and I wouldn't put that on the partner. No, ever, it is not her fault. Ever. And then, and then, if you're not happy at that point, get a divorce. Every Sunday, he's checking the New York Times to see where her book, like where she is. Like he mm, still like yeah. loved her. He really did, and which wasn't fair to Amy ever. It's like, what were you trying he, to do? Were you trying to make her jealous? So that she would then put forth the effort, and she just never did. Like, she never yeah. fought for him. No. She left. She was like, fine. You don't, yeah, you don't love me, great. You I, need something you know, somewhere that's else, her, go for it. That's her flaw, right? Like, Absolutely. That's something that she, she did the same thing with Brett Caspian. Yeah. Things got hard, and it wasn't easy for her, and she makes him come home, and she makes that mistake. Okay, so there she goes again. She made a mistake. She said she was pregnant, which she never was. Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> which was a really awful thing to we do. We already spoiler alerted at the beginning. A lot of things. <laughs> but that was the biggest spoiler, that was, right? Yeah. She actually did lie. And that's a big one. Yeah. Whoa. You told... That's very manipulative. Oh, my goodness. Extreme. Instead she of... She was so afraid of being I could alone. even see her, like, saying she had a miscarriage because... She's what eighteen years old, and that's a big, huge mistake that I yeah. don't think that a norm, even a normal eighteen-year-old, would admit to. Mm-hmm. In that moment, she found a good out. She said she had a miscarriage, and instead of like dealing with that and like letting him go back and still su- and still supporting him and going and doing your own mm-hmm. dreams, and still, she just cuts everything off yeah, and is like, "Okay, like, I'm out. I'm never done. saw him again." Yeah, he went back thinking they were still together, and she. Never saw him again. Yeah. Never speaks to him again. So there's there are things where she where things get really hard yeah. and Vivi can't and handle leaves. it. Yeah. She's she like, runs. that's fine. I'm good on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also look, she's coming from her dad committed suicide. And ditches her. And is gone. Mm-hmm. Her best friend. Like, they were so close. She wasn't as close with her mom. No. And think about her that. her dad. Her and mom then is dad hard. up and was gone. And she's out on her mom. Yeah. Yep. No connection with, she just leaves it behind and moves on to yeah. a brand new life. A fictional life in some ways, you could say. As an author, yeah. she's rewriting her life. Totally. Completely. She yeah. found a place that she loved that was dreamy to her. Mm-hmm. And she A setting stays. of a book that she would yes. enjoy reading. And so it's all she writes. And she does that and writes it. Yeah. And leaves the rest behind. And she really is like JP, leaving her husband behind. Not that the beginnings... Of their marriage in, you know, before she wrote, before Mm -hmm. she became, like, an author, were easy. No. They were hard. She didn't, like, cut and run. He made the cut. Mm -hmm. But she was like, okay. It was almost like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm going to go do this author thing that I've been giving my full attention to, and now I will. Yeah. Right? Oh, JP. What were you thinking, stupid JP? Going for a 20-something-year-old. So what did you think about him and Savannah? Like, starting to connect after her death. I kind of liked it. I did, too. But what I didn't like was Amy and Dennis connecting. Oh. I didn't like... I I mean, yeah, no. We're tying up all the knots. Amy, quit taking Vivi's seconds. Yeah, that's true. I think the good part about it... I wish it was not Dennis. I think the good part about it was... You know, that she realized there were more fish in the sea. Yeah, and she should have left JP. Yeah, and that and she could on. be treated 
like better. a million bucks. And Dennis did treat her well. Yes. And that was good. And well, from and what that it sounds like, it really was part of his character. True was love. That he, yeah, that he just could adore a woman. Yes. And just champion them. But again, she says, you know, JP had had a vasectomy. So kids weren't in the picture. Mm-hmm. And so now kids could be a part of her picture. Mm hmm. Yet Dennis is older as well. That's true. Is she going to have a kid? I mean, Maybe Dennis was 50. He was older. Right? I remember him being in Vivi. his 50s. Yeah. So. That's kind of gross. Are you going to have a baby with it? Maybe. She's only 32. She could have a baby easily, but he's old for having. Does he want to have children at that children age? Children at that age? I don't know. So it really was. I was like, huh. Didn't love that, but loved Savannah and JP for some reason. I, I did too. That. Well, I just kind of felt like after years of them kind of butting heads, mm-hmm. because why they both wanted Vivi's attention. Yeah. Which made sense. They both loved her. They loved yeah. her. And she's gone. And so they found love and comfort in each other. Right. And they have that shared love of yes. a person that was special that and they is both gone. care about the kids and yes. they're at a place in their lives where they don't need kids and they have their own thing that's successful mm-hmm. right like he is successful in the in the scoop or the cone or whatever it's called and she is successful in her anthropology and doing all mm-hmm. those things and so they could then find happiness yeah in their personal lives together together i agree i liked it i did too i liked which i was it. surprised by it at first i was like ooh, yeah but i ended up yeah, I liked that part of it. I did too. Such a better match than Amy. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. I agree. I liked that um, Carson ended up with, is it Marshall? Marshall. Marshall. I, I liked that end Because you know what? He was so different. Mm-hmm. Like he he knew who she was and accepted her anyway. Yeah. Right? It was like it was not... He loved all of who she was. Right. He wasn't even accepted her anyway. It was like he enjoyed, he liked it. Yeah. And she could be herself, but it, he also encouraged her to maybe be better. Yeah. And so she could be this good, make better choices for herself, but maybe still be a little adventurous. Yes, because he had the same career as her. Mm-hmm. So same lifestyle there, but grounded. And young. Yes. Her age. They still have their whole lives. within a certain range of our age. Right. I just, that. It's just better all around. I don't understand a 20-year gap in age. I don't like it. I know this is such a small part of the story, but can we talk about, um, is it Mary Beth, her guide, her, like, heavenly Uh guide? We get to see her past story about her sister and her husband. Yes. Just like a glimpse, a quick backstory. Is that another book of hers? No. That she's written about? No. Is she going to write about that? That's going to be she another She totally book? has these little, like, yeah, there character was a lot development there. going on all over the place. But then not a lot about no. it. Just a little, oh, yeah, this is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. It was devastating. Yes. Her husband. Has an affair with Has an affair sister. with your sister. You don't do that to your sister. Okay, so he is a boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Jerky thing for a boyfriend to do. But for a sister... And it went on for like a couple of years. While she was at college. That's awful. And then they end up together after. And she has no idea. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like she dies young and then finds out that most of her life was a sham. Secrets from your boyfriend, fiance, husband, and your sister. All keeping major big secrets. People that are like the biggest people in your life. Mm hmm. I just didn't like it. No, I didn't like that either. Okay, good. It was I just sad. wanted to reference no. that. Okay, so tell me, did yeah. you know who killed Vivi? I didn't pick up on who killed Vivi. Did you know no. that Leah was gay? Yes. What? Very, very early on, that was obvious to me. I did not have a clue. I There was just an inkling there that popped into my head. Very early on. The fact that Cruz was so upset and needed to get there at 7 a.m. to go talk to him. Please don't do that. But why would he go to talk to him at 7 a.m.? It should have been Leo going to talk to Cruz. Mm, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Like, why yeah. would you confront the person? You're be- okay, you kissed me and I don't have those feelings for you. That would be weird. 
Yeah. I wouldn't go seek you out. Except for he was like, ooh, why'd you do that? Like, that was gross. This is like he played it off for face, I think, which he realized they were good friends. And that was a low blow of embarrassment to his friend. Yeah. I think his reaction to make him, he didn't want to be characterized as So he rushes, he's rushing over there to like talk to Leo, finds his mom, ends up not being able to go there and never talks to him again. Doesn't go see him again. I think he tries to. No. No? Remember how Leo is devastated because the only person that went to see him was Marissa. And that's why he clings to Marissa. Yeah, because he's like, why hasn't Cruz come or Joe, Cruz's dad? Like, this was like his other family, and they've never come in. They've never checked in on him and seen how... Yeah. Even at the funeral, Cruz won't go in because he's weirded out. Yeah. And they've not resolved anything. Yeah. So why is he rushing over in the morning and then all of a sudden wants nothing to do with Leo? Well, because now he's dealing... He's lost his mom and now his second mom. Yeah. And he is embarrassed about how he reacted to it. He can't make it right because this big thing has happened after... Yeah. So now he's also lost his best friend. That's true. He's lost a lot here. And I kept trying to like. So but you're right. To me, yeah. to me, it did. I did not think that he. I did not catch that Leo was gay. I totally knew Marissa killed her. And that one, like, I thought it was weird that she's like, "Oh, I'll just drive my jeep into here." She totally sunk her car. Why else would you sunk your car I or mean, sink your car? And I'm thinking you could just throw your phone in there if that's what you didn't want to show up. I thought she was getting rid of her phone so the picture oh, couldn't be traced. Yeah. But no, I it, totally I, thought it was I her. Wasn't because thinking into- then her sister, did you catch that they had the same last name? Her sister works at the police department. So she would have been able to plant mm. and steal the evidence. I did no, I did not pick up on that. Totally thought it was Marit. So I totally knew that. But then in the for a minute I wondered because it it just never was happening it wasn't coming together and so for a minute i'm like well maybe it was peter that because I, peter's really, off peter island we can't contact leaves. him nobody how can you not contact him hello i know he's at some camp they have a phone everyone has phones totally. you can contact someone even that's though they're they away the reception was bad Blah. right kind of yeah, weird that's there's got to be some kind of an emergency contact. Right. Like the, the there's chief just, should have been able to call the camp. Yeah. The camp. They would have a landline. They would have if the some reception sort of was so bad. a connection to, to question him. But yeah, I think the fact that that looked very suspicious that he was up and gone so yeah. quick. He's the one who sent out the picture mm-hmm. and then he's up and gone. Right. So something's gone on here and he's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think it was Cruz. I didn't think it was I never Cruz. really thought I didn't either. there was another side to that. I totally believed that Cruz was legitimately torn apart by this. Yes. And um and I did feel for him like because he, he was like she even says, right? He was my fourth child and the way that she talked about him like he he rounded yeah. out their family and yeah. everything. And still he didn't get to grieve like mm-hmm. with the family. Right. Like, didn't anyone else think that was weird? Didn't Willa think it was weird, or Carson, or JP, or Savannah, that Cruz was not participating in the family stuff? I think everyone was so caught up in their own grief and their own things going on. Yeah, they didn't. I thought that was kind of sad. There wasn't a lot of looking at other people. That must have been devastating. Because even Willa wasn't checking in on her sister and brother. Like, they sent a text. But they didn't get the text. They weren't looking out for each other at first. No, they weren't. They were all I was very glad self-absorbed. To see Willa and Carson connect at the end. Although, yes. when when they get in a fight and Willa slaps her, <laughs> right? Like a couple of times, it was like, oh my gosh, like hit her back. Who does that? Well, she finally does, right? Give yeah. her a shove, but a big shove, a big shove. That's extreme. Yeah, but it was like Those she, are all she slapped things. you in the face like yeah. hard twice. I think right. I would shove her too. Yeah, maybe. I can't even imagine that. I would I can't never. Either. I've never slapped had a someone. Never altercation as an adult with my sibling I or a parent. Yeah, or like a fa- no. anyone. That is not an action honest. that I would take. Yeah, so that so, one felt like really extreme. Extreme and to push her, a bit extreme, in my opinion. Yeah, but. 
a lot, a lot going on here. Ooh. I did, and then I kept thinking about, because one of the, like, things that you gave us in our interesting fact or mm-hmm. whatever at the beginning was that this was a, meant to be her last novel. Yeah. And so I kept thinking about that as I was reading it, and I thought, you know what? She's trying to tie in to a lot wrap of characters. Up all those loose ends and bring them all in as like a grand finale, right? So there are there. Mm-hmm. I think that's why there were a lot of side stories mm-hmm. and a lot of like extra little things they that all, necessarily weren't yeah. pertinent. They all needed their standing ovation, right? If this was your last book, right? And and like the places that they went and the food that they ate, because she gave a lot of description to food, which. She does do that in her other books, but this felt like a lot. A lot. Um, and I think that was another reason. Like, these were dishes that were important to her, and she wanted to remember them. And, you know, don't, oh, I, I never mentioned this It's almost this like dish. memorializing them in her books. Right. That was what was going to keep them in print after she's gone. Right? Yeah. Remember these and they, books? And writing herself into the book, too. Like, the little, the side friend of Amy's that was being tested, screened for cancer. Yep. That was very much her story as well, dealing with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, was that, that pertinent to this story? No. But it brought those real-life aspects of her and her life. Into the book. Her history with her characters were all in this book, as if it was mm-hmm. a grand finale. Mm-hmm. That deserved a standing ovation. But then you know there's going to be a couple more books. And it was like, yeah, that it's was maybe a lot. your end, yeah. yeah. It but, didn't actually end up being the end. But I enjoyed Four Stars. Absolutely. It was fun. I love, like, I, it, there's just not, a, in my opinion, a better summer read than an Ellen Hildebrand. I love them so much. I want to go to Nantucket desperately. And that's because of her books. Yeah. It's because of the way she describes it. It does sound like the ultimate dreamy summer vacation to go on these beaches and to shower in an outside shower and to oh. eat lunch at the deli at Bartlett Farms. And, you know, cause that's what these are all those are real places. And just and you have a map like, now in that book. Of I the, know. What was real, what you can put on your list of places to visit Seriously. and which ones aren't there. She was mapping it out for my book is going. I'm done writing. Yeah. Here's the places you can come that you've fallen in love with that you can come and visit. So do we want to go mention a few of them? I'm not going to go through all of them. But I do want to mention a few. So the hair salon, Mm -hmm. Israel, RJ Miller, it's where she's gone. She gets her hair done and she has for years. Wow. Let's go get our Um, hair done there when we're there. Right. Get a haircut. The oyster catcher where Carson works Uh as a bartender. Um, It's fictional. But it's based on a real place called the Sandbar. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. There's the Gaslight, where Amy goes for girls' night, right? Mm-hmm. It's a real place, and it's been there for decades. And it's called the Gaslight. And it's called the called Gaslight. The, gaslight. Hmm. the Field and Ore Club, mm-hmm. that's like of all the snooty yeah. people, is not real. It's fictional. The Country Club. But I totally thought, like, that yeah. one's got to be real. Yes, it no. seems like such a Country Club thing to be like, Single parents, no, you're out. Right? Oh, the snootiness And there. on a place in Nantucket where people live there their whole lives. Yeah. You know, or they summer there for generations. Like, right. it seems like this a place that would be. And country club is a traditional type thing. Right? Yeah. I love that so much. She talks about um, the nickel, the mm-hmm. sandwich shop. The sandwich shop? The is it real? Cru- it is not real. Okay. But she said... I can see it. If she were ever to open up a restaurant, because she talks a lot about food in her books. They're a big part of her books. She said if she were ever to open up a restaurant, it would be a sandwich shop. And it would serve those sandwiches. Those sandwiches that, that she, she talks describes. so much about. Yeah. She must love sandwiches. She must. Because she gives, she. there's also recipes in here for the yeah. things that she talks about. And she does sandwiches. Like one is, wow. so she does the sausage and basil pasta. So like when... Her kids burn that at the very food beginning in the pot. Yeah. She said that actually happened in real life. Okay. They really did burn <laughs> love it. a pot. And it was her favorite pot. And it was sausage and basil pasta. And she gives the recipe for it. Wow. So fun. I love that she just took, well, this happened today and I could be mad about it. They ruined my favorite pot. 
or I can put it in the book and be like, thank you for the plot. Yeah. Thanks totally. for the storyline. For real, right? It's like, who totally knew? Changes that, that's how I need to start thinking about things, right? Yeah. I'm not going to be mad about this. I'll just write a story about it. Yeah. And she says, at one point, Leo craves a Reuben with Joe DeSantis's homemade Thousand Island dressing. I remember thinking, this is so weird that you're being so specific about this sandwich. Well, she does that and yeah. with all of her food. And she gives the recipe for the famous Ellen Hildebrand's oh, wow. Thousand Island dressing. Which, I like Thousand Island. I wouldn't say it's my most favorite dressing, but now I want to try this. Yeah, do right? it and tell me how it is. She gives a recipe for corn pudding, which I've, I've never, never had, had before. Corn Sounds pudding. strange. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's really good. Yeah. Anyway, I I loved that about the end of the book about the things that you are got really this special there. Edition for I am so glad that I did. Very Who cool. knew? Yeah, it's Very like my cool. favorite. And I, one of my really good friends, um, Anya, she's a big Ellen fan. We both like. Oh, they came out the new book. Have you read it yet? Like we both raced to read it first. And so I was texting her after I finished the book and was like, did your book, because I knew she'd read it too, mm-hmm. not listened. And I said, did your book have this section at the end? And she was like, no. So I'm like, you had oh, the yeah, baby. Go to Target. It's the, it must only be in the Target one. So if you really care about it, about Ellen, make sure you buy it from Target. So you can get that. It's super fun. Or just that listen to us. I just thing. really told you there the you go. highlights. But um, well, I maybe want to try corn pudding, so I might need it's that. Different. Recipe Do you from want me you. to tell you what's in it? Yeah, just really quick because I like like not canned cream corn. Cream corn. That's disgusting. Yes. But like homemade real cream corn, totally different. Thing. Okay, it's we've never decadent. done this before. Okay, but I'm gonna read a recipe on just out loud. This is your recipe podcast, right? Yeah, we've never okay. done this, but here we go. Something new. Who knew there could still be new things? Corn pudding. Butter for the pan, one egg, one cup light cream, one tablespoon brown sugar, one large shallot, finely diced, salt and pepper, six to eight ears of fresh corn, kernels cut off the cob, one cup crumbled Carr's rosemary crackers. Sarah's recipe calls for Ritz crackers, which might be easier to find. Yes, because I have the other one that doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Okay. Four tablespoons of butter melted so you're going to preheat your oven to 350 butter a nine inch square pan in a bowl beat the egg cream sugar and shallot until just blended and season with salt and pepper add the corn kernels and spread the mixture over the bottom of the pan toss the cracker crumbs in with the melted butter and spread the cracker mixture over the top of the corn mixture bake the pudding until golden brown about 45 minutes Wow. It kind of does sound really good. It does. I've never it's done anything sweet, like that before. But a little, like shallots are kind of like an onion, uh-huh. like a green onion type thing. So you've got a little savory, a little sweet. It sounds like it's not even really that hard. I might try it. I'll get back with you. Thanks, Ellen. Yeah. Anyway, I'm happy about this, but I'm so glad. Thank you for choosing that for me. Absolutely. That was nice of you to do that. I'm happy to. It was fun to do was... like a book that I would just normally read anyway and make it our book club book. I think it really put it close to the summer nicely. Yeah, it was fun. A good old Ellen. Bon voyage, summer. Right. And now on to fall, which is weird. Yeah. We're in September. How yeah. is that possible? What I'm looking forward to for fall is when Leanne Moriarty's <gasps> book comes out because it's apples and that's fall. Yes, this it is, is feel like seasonal. Fall. I feel like that's seasonal. Can't wait for that to come out. Maybe that should be our and October that should be, if I can wait. I know. You can wait. Okay. Because we already have September's. Mm-hmm. So that might be October's. Because it comes out like into September. TBD. We'll let you know. But I think that sounds like it a would be fantastic a good choice. plan. <laughs> Can't wait. I love fall. Me too. And I love summer. But I'm not, you know, this is what I've decided this year. This is a new revelation. Okay. I just love new seasons. 
I, I love that we all have the seasons. seasons. We live in a place that is fantastic yeah. for, for seasons. Because I am like, I love it and I get so excited and it's fall and it's fall. And then I'm like, oh, snow. I love the beginning of snow. Yeah, but then I get sick of it, right? And I'm cold and I'm done February with it. February is not my favorite. And then it's like rain and flowers and spring and the blooms and I love it. And then I'm like, oh, warm heat. Every season, I love it. Yes. It doesn't matter. I'm That's just excited true. for the new season. I agree. Here we are. Here we are. At okay. a new season. So thank you for listening. This was so fun. I'd yeah. love to. We'd love to hear, you know, what you thought about it. What your favorite things were. Have you read other Ellen books? We'd love to hear it. You can t- please hop on social media, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. leave us a message, send us an email to this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, rate and subscribe. You can find us on all of your listening platforms. Obviously, you found us yes. rate and subscribe and share so other people can find us. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. club.